Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. So, anyway, let's get into um, today. Uh, I've actually had a few questions, so it, it was like a perfect weekend. You know, I didn't know anything Ted, what Ted was going to preach on Friday, um, and there were certain things that hit my spirit. So, you know, he preached at the beginning on Friday, if you were there, uh, talked about um, uh, how when the word goes forth, different, you know, people latch onto different things because it, we all need different things. We're believing God for different things and things hit us differently. And so I know that um, the, the song, the prophetic song that was sung was, uh, don't get comfortable, gotta stay flexible. What if God wanted to do it another way? Powerful. I'm just saying you like you had to be there. We don't live stream that Friday for a reason because you know it's a special night uh, that if you get there and come in to be a part of because there I mean there was a strength that night and then unity like we were all I know everyone could feel like was on the same page right like there was a strength in the building people were running dancing um, we needed some AC in that building <laughs> and so but you know the one thing that spoke to me was one miracle multiple breakthroughs and that's just like what i've been confessing so it's like i could feel my spirit man my faith um leap out me too heather (laughs) we're gonna stay in shape after all (laughs) um leap out and attach myself to that but i have been getting several uh messages on uh people who feel God calling them to do something, I mean, it it could be anything. Anything we're doing is going to take a step of faith, right? If God tells us to move, that's going to take a step of faith. If God tells us to change jobs, that's going to take a step of faith because maybe we're comfortable in what we're doing and we're going a completely different avenue and we're learning something new. God's telling us to write a book, you know, that could be uncomfortable. God's telling us to you know, whatever God's telling us to do will get us out of our comfort zone. And I started thinking of that that title of Ted's prophetic song that was, um, don't get comfortable, you got to stay flexible. Because when God's asking us to do stuff, we'll, we'll, we'll discredit ourselves, right? We'll say, well, I didn't go to college. Um, I didn't go to Bible school. How could I, you know, even speak about the word of God? I didn't go to Bible school. Um, I, I feel to write a book, uh, but what, what business do I have to write a book? Like, I'm not even great. I'm not an English major. Like what, why would anyone want to listen to me? You know, when you write a book, first of all, um, besides my teaching today, just go out into the world and just, Look around (laughs) at all the people and realize you're pretty awesome. (laughs) Just look around and see what people are doing and how they act. And man, your self-esteem will go straight up to the roof. But recently I've had a lot of people um, coming to me and saying, listen, God's calling me in this area. Uh, but I don't really feel called to go to Bible school. I don't, or I don't really have the time. You know, uh, I'm I'm uh, um, I'm a parent. I work. I can't break away. I really don't have the ability to do classes online at night. Like it just doesn't fit in my schedule. Um, but I feel God stepping me here. I feel God moving me here. I feel God asking me to do this. Uh, so that's why I titled it from the prophetic song that we're not going to stay comfortable. We got to be flexible. We have to, you know, someone said, well, what, what, how, why I want to step out and do this. I feel called to speak to this group of people. I know God's placing me. I'm, I'm a part of Bible study made simple. If you're not a part of that, join. It closes November 4th and in two days, um, Ted teaches you on how to study the Bible. 
You know, so many things are done out of context. We just like flip and we go, oh, look at that verse. It has nothing to do with the situation that you're doing. It's not even speaking to us. But yet, because we don't know how to study the Bible, we're not reading before and after. We're not reading what the setup is. We're not reading who the the type of people it's being spoken to. We're not looking at all these different things and we take things out of context and it gets us in trouble. Well, what does the Bible say? 2 Timothy 2.15, study and do your best to present yourself to God approved, a workman tested by trial who has no reason to be ashamed, accurately handling and skillfully teaching the word of God. So, you know, don't discredit yourself from stepping out and doing things. Who cares if there's one billion podcasts out there? Who cares? You are a separate voice from all one billion people, right? So let God use you as a mouthpiece. He, if we are Christians, which are little Christ, we're all going to be a mouthpiece of some sort for, for Jesus. So don't discredit yourself. If he called you to write a book or devotional, don't say, oh, there's so many devotionals. Why, um, why would, uh, you know, why would I do that? You know, but there could be 10 people, there could be 10,000 people that see your book and it speaks to them and it's life changing. So the last couple women's meetings I had, okay, we had at least 200 women there. All right. And, um, I think I spoke okay at it. When I did did the altar call, one person at each meeting came forward. Now, am I like, oh, I'm a terrible speaker, or what was wrong with me, or no. I was rejoicing. I said, if this is all that happened today, was this one person is saved from going to spend eternity with my biggest enemy, then, (laughs) then I'm so happy. So if, if, if what you're getting ready to do or what God's asking you to do, you know, only reaches this amount or this amount, it doesn't matter. The whole point is you're going to study to show yourself approved. You're going you're gonna to work at knowing what God has asked you to do. Because if you're over here saying like, um, if you're over here saying like, well, you know, I really feel to step out and start this and have this group or have this podcast or write a book or make a move and do this. Um, But I didn't go to Bible school. Okay, well, Bible school is helpful. It's good. The Bible says you have to study to show yourself approved. You have to know what the heck you're talking about before you try to go and preach the word of God. But... If you are unavailable to do something like that, it doesn't mean God can't use you and it doesn't mean you don't have the ability to step out and be a a mouthpiece for what he wants you to do. Because if that's the case, what about all the people in the Bible that like preach the gospel? They didn't go to Bible school. Like Saul became Paul and then that was it. (laughs) On his way, got his eyesight back, off to spread the gospel. He didn't, um, you know, have his uh, uh, Damascus experience and then, then he went to temple and then he did school for a couple years. Then he became, um, you know, uh, uh, spreading the gospel and preaching and winning the lost and having 3,000 added to the church. And you know what I'm saying? So Bible school is great and it's highly recommended. But don't let something like that same for college. Don't let something like that hold you back from doing things that God wants you to do. Whether it be a job, whether it be, you know, starting a ministry. What if you, you feel called to speak to women? You feel called to speak to moms? You feel, you feel that tugging for encouragement? We need encouragement. We need encouragement. There are so many broken people in the world and all they hear is bad news. All they hear is um, they're going through bad situations. They're dealing with broken hearts. We need the word of God. We need encouragement. And so we're going to take steps to do what God's called us to do. And you never need a green light to preach the word of God. Now, yeah, there, there is a separation, fivefold ministry. I get that. But I mean, like, 
we're still called to do the work. We're still called to spread the gospel, whether we hold the office of a fivefold ministry. We're still called to win souls. We're still called to lay hands on the sick. It doesn't say in the Bible, uh, pastors, evangelists, um, apostles, you know, it, does, it doesn't go down the fivefold ministry, the five things listed, and then say, to lay hands on the sick. He just tells us as believers, do you believe? Do you have faith for it? Then go do it. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Do you believe God's word? Do you trust he'll take care of you? Do you trust he'll give you the right things to do, to say, provide you for the right places to go? Then we're just going to do it. We're just going to do it. We're not going to get comfortable. We're going to remain flexible. What if God wanted to do it another way? And that's something that we need to write down. That wasn't just, you know, a cool song and a catchy song Friday night. That was a prophetic word. Because when God says switch, we have to be able to switch. Okay? When God says to do something, we have to go out and do it. Because guess what? He's going to have his um, desires accomplished. He's going to have his desires met. But they might not be from you if you're not going to do it. If you're going to take too long and you're not going to do it, he'll, he'll pass you by and someone else is going to. And the desires that he places in your heart to step out and do are from him anyway. So that's what you have to think, right? Is like what God's asked you to do, where he's asked you to go, was placed by him, so he's going to take care of it. He's going to take care of you. He'll give you the finances to do what he's asked you to do and go where he's asked you to go. He'll give you the right words to say. He'll give you that wisdom as long as we ask, like it says in James. So has he ever called you to step out in faith? A few things I wrote down. To go in new places, as we like to call it, uncharted territory. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been in, in places. Look, I had Jenna move down to Florida. She's never left Virginia Beach. This is uncharted territory for her. That was a super uncomfortable move for Jenna. But she knew God told her. And I'm telling you, I haven't heard anything bad since she came down here. Right? Like she had, well, not, I'm like, right? Right, guys? Because <laughs> you, you're down here listening. But I mean, like, I'll get texts from her all the time. Like, I can't. Like, I was, I was really like, oh, my gosh, Lord, you're having us do this. And then she's like, I can't believe, like, it, it's everything God, God's blessed me. I'm so happy. I'm at peace. And that's how it was for me. You know, I'm from this area, and I told God I'm never coming back. I said, Lord, you, I'm leaving South Florida. I'm ne never, never, okay? Listen, I'm from this area. I have family in, in West Palm Beach. So I know, I know Palm Beach. I know it. I, I know all the places. I get the area. And so never in a million years did I see returning to Florida or planting a church where, like, I've been my whole life in West Palm Beach. Never. So for me on my end, I know it's supernatural and I know it's, it's a big deal and going to be a big thing because I'm like, Lord Jesus, <laughs> you're bringing me back full circle. And so sometimes we feel unsure about our, um, hey, Brooke, good to see you. Hey, Jess, sometimes we feel unsure about what? Our capabilities, that they match up to what God's called us. Leslie, my parents live in Port St. Lucie. I actually just bought a house in Port St. Lucie two weeks ago. I have a rental property there. So we go to Port St. Lucie often also. <laughs> but that's where my mom and dad live. And so um, sometimes we feel unsure about our, our capabilities matching up to what God's called us to do. He's called us, hey, Desiree, he's called us to step out. He's called us to do something. And then we unqualify it. We say, we, we, we take ourselves out of it, right? And I've realized that if God's called us to do it, then we're qualified. That's it. He has um, stamped his approval on you. And he's asked you to step out and do it. 
Many times in our lives, God calls us to move. And I don't always mean a location. I mean acting on um, what God's instructed us. We have to move on a word, whether it's move a location, whether it's moving on what God's asked us to do, whether it's moving on to a new job. So, so when I say move, it doesn't always mean like pick up your house and go. I just mean move. Faith is an action word, right? Action is what? Moving. We have to move. We have to operate. We have to speak. We have to do. We have to step out. Um, so we have to be willing to listen and respond. Um, when God calls us to step out in faith, I wrote down, he'll equip you with the skills and tools you need to accomplish his will. Listen to that. When he calls you to step out in faith, so the first thing is the call, right? He's saying, are you willing? Are you obedient? You respond yes. So now he's going to fill you with the tools needed for that. Um, when I, you know, you guys, a lot of you see me now. You weren't there. So Britt knows. I mean, she's been with me since Maddie was six months old. That's when I first met her. And her oldest son was six months and Maddie was six months. And so, like, me now was not me uh, 12 years ago. It wasn't. I never saw myself doing anything that I'm doing. That's what I'm saying is like, that's why this year has been really important to me on Numbers 13. Uh, people have been following my ministry or just following me know uh, that like the whole getting a supernatural vision is something we need because it's going to place us, it's going to make our steps um, in the perfect will of God. And it's going to bring us, you know, in a quicker path. We don't have to take all these side avenues and mess ups and wonder what God has for us. If I can just see it, paint it it on the canvas of my heart, then I know it's mine. And then it's something I can walk into and I can hold, right? Just like the two spies, when Joshua and Caleb saw the promised land, they saw things differently than the other 10. They didn't see the giants. They didn't care that it was a strong, strong, strong city with walls and strong people. They didn't care. They just said, hey, the word was that's our land. It's flowing with milk and honey. It's ours for the taking. Surely we can conquer it. That's what that's what a different vision has for us. And so, you know, starting uh starting out where I was in the ministry when Ted and I first got married and started Miracle Word, uh, I was just super happy. I was comfortable. See, I was, I was totally comfortable. I was comfortable um, stepping into my role as a mom. I was comfortable with traveling. I was comfortable with getting Ted ready. I was comfortable being behind the scenes. I was comfortable not having a mic in my hand. I was comfortable not writing a book. I was comfortable not doing a podcast. Um, I was comfortable. Because a lot of things in my mind. Well, I didn't go to Bible school. Um, I'm not a great public speaker. Um, I don't feel super smart. I, you know, these are things, real, uh, being real with you, that battled my mind. You know, I'm great doing this. That's it. Ted's so smart. Ted is so, um, he's, he's just like a natural. He came out of the womb holding a microphone and playing on a keyboard. So, you know, I've always looked up to him. So I was just like, you know what? I am great as a mom. That's going to be my focus. And let me tell you, it has not changed. They are my number ones. Um, But I'm just going to go. Just going to be. That's it. And man, it was like 2017 going into, thank you, Leslie, uh, going into... um, 2018 and all of 2018 as I began to do my own reading and just just filling myself up okay filling myself up with the word of God on my own time not just in services not just um with Ted is it down on Facebook Maddie I mean on um on YouTube I don't know um and so as I began to fill myself up with, it's like I needed an out, right? And I'm thinking, well, how, how am I going to do this? In my mind, I've disqualified myself. Um, 
Hey, Bonnie, I don't know. It might be something on your end. YouTube, YouTube was up and good. I'm getting a report. Um, you know, j just different things that I talked myself out of and to the point where Ted's always been an encourager. He's known not to ever force me because he wanted to know, he wanted it to be God that moved me to do it, not him forcing me to take a mic, me forcing me, because I didn't want to do it. Listen, I, I, tell, I tell a lot of preacher's wives this, not everyone is called to do the same thing. This is just a side note. Like, it, you're married and you're alongside your husband, make sure you're the best wife and helpmate possible. If you ever speak, if you ever hold a meeting, if you ever hold a microphone in your hand, if that never happens, you are doing exactly what God's called you to do. Never do something because you see other people doing it. Only do it because God's asked you to do it. And so that was my situation. I had things in my mind. I was like, there's plenty of, of Shuttlesworth that speak. I don't need to do another podcast. I don't need to learn how to be a good speaker. I don't need to preach. I don't need to hold women's meetings. I don't need to do any of this. There's plenty. There's plenty out there. And then the Lord began to deal with me. And, and I had to get out of my comfort zone and realize, listen, I need to study to show myself approved like it talks about in Timothy. I need to know what the Word of God says. I need to fill myself. I can't be a good leader. If I'm not fasting, but I'm telling everyone else it's something you have to do. If I'm not praying and I'm telling everyone else, no, I got to do my leadership roles. I got to fill myself up with the word. I've got to fast. I've got to pray. I've got to hold miracles in my hand. Not just hear about miracles, not just hear testimonies, but hold my own testimonies in my hand. And so those were things that I worked myself up to. And so sometimes, God's asking you to do something, whether he's asking you to move, he's asking you to write something, he's asking you to start a group, he's asking you to step out, start a new business. Here's some questions I wrote down. We get a lie, right? Who do you think you are? Okay. Well, these are all questions we can answer back knowing who we are in Christ. But these are thoughts that happen to us. What do you know about writing a devotional? Okay, these are all things. Why did I write a 40-day devotional? There's so many devotions out there. I could have just found one I liked and recommended it. But the thing is, it's what God asked me to do. So the, the, what he asked and the anointing on that goes forth through the way I wanted to say it, the way God asked me to write it. And so these were all things. I could have stopped and said, listen, I don't think I should do this. Why do you think anyone would be interested in my podcast when I started Nonstop Mom? Thoughts that can stop us up and keep us in the comfort zone. Not put us in, I got to be flexible. In the comfort zone. Well, there's podcasts out there. I don't need to do any of this. You don't know what you're doing. Well, you know what? That's what YouTube is for. YouTube helps us all when we don't know what to do, what to do. <laughs> YouTube is the master teacher to all. Honestly, I think everything Ted has learned has been on YouTube. From graphic design to, I mean, to anything, to anything, YouTube has been our teacher of our home. Soon it's going to teach my kids. <laughs> Just kidding, Maddie. Just kidding. But I'm going to go through a couple points here and some verses. How many did I write down? One, two, three, four. Real quick. Because we're going to smash the lies of the enemy. We're going to smash doubt. We're going to smash fear because we're not going to be comfortable. We're going to remain flexible because what if God wanted to do it another way? And we're going to say, you know, just like it says in Samuel, who, 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 can, who can I use to carry this out? And we're going to say, pick me, Lord, pick me. I'm strong in the Lord. I'm full of faith. I'm full of wisdom. I will be your mouthpiece, whether it's, you know, I've been there. That's what I'm telling you is I had to say yes to a lot of things that made me so uncomfortable. And everyone's like, okay, Caroline, you don't know what I'm talking about. Listen, if... The room was quiet, and a lot of places you could have heard my heartbeat, like 
nervous. Like, shaking, mic shaking, gotta switch hands because, you know, like, nervous. But the thing was, I did it anyway. I said, listen, Lord, if you're calling me to do this, you are seriously gonna have to help me. Like, seriously have to help me. And so when he asks us to step out of our comfort zone, we're gonna have to remember this. We think about, I did a whole thing on this in Exodus with Moses. You know, the burning bush moment. And he asked, said, Lord, this is what you're gonna do. And Moses is like, why me? Like, I can't speak. I'm not good. I don't, I can't. He just kept telling the Lord, I can't, I can't, I can't. And what did, and if you go through Exodus, um, if you go through Exodus 3 and 4, and that's, I'm not going to get into it, but go back and read Exodus 3 and 4 and look at Moses. He kept trying to get out of it, and God always provided an answer so he couldn't get out of it. So we just need to not try to get out of the things God asks us to do because he's always going to be our help. He's always going to be our guide. He's always going to have a solution for when we feel nervous and we feel like we don't want to do something. We each have a purpose God has asked us to do. Everybody has something that God's asked us to do. There's things right now, there's side businesses that you're thinking of that God's placed on your heart to step into. It's not ridiculous. Don't let a thought talk you out of something that could make you a lot of money. We talk, well, that's already been started. That's already been thought of. But they're not you. You have the favor of God on your life. You have an instruction from the Lord that's going to make it work. You're walking by faith. Your increase is going to be a seed that's going to produce a bigger harvest. That's how you have to look at it. Look at yourself. Get yourself, you know, we always talk about getting out of the box, right? Well, let's put ourselves back in the box for a moment and look at, listen, I'm zoned in to what God wants me to do and different areas and different things that God's called me to do and places that I could either free up my time or, or what I'm getting ready to start. I can do it in any state and I can do it in any place. So if that's a desire of yours, say, Lord, what can I do that makes me easily, um, easily available to be flexible? Look at it that way. Say, Lord, you know, I'm a stay-at-home mom or I'm done with the, the, this system. I don't want to work in, in this system anymore. Lord, give me some, some job ideas that I can start from home that would, you know, still make my income and more, but I want to remain flexible, Lord. So when you tell me to go somewhere, I can go. When you tell me to do something, I can do. When you tell me to give something, I can give. So it's not out of our league. So let's put the thoughts away of can't do it, don't have the education, didn't go to college, didn't go to Bible school, didn't go here, didn't go there. Let's get rid of the negative part of it and say, Lord, what is it? Because if you ask me to do it, it's going to work. We just got to figure it out, right? We got to listen to his voice on the steps to get to it and then take our action steps. We get words at church, and then we think it's going to fall in our lap. The word should have been the gas put into your gas tank, and then now you're ready to go. We don't get a word at the front of the church or by a, a preacher, you know, from our seat, and then that's the end of it. And then we're like sitting around two years later going, well, why didn't that word manifest? Well, did you work the word, or did you just listen to the word and then expect it to fall in your lap? No. It's like, you know, when, when, when God has given Ted words for Jenna and Ralph about them being millionaires, well, if Ralph just sat around all day on his couch and didn't get out and go work, but it was like, hey, I got that work, gonna be a millionaire, hey, hey, millionaire. But you're just sitting on the couch watching movies all day. You think you're going to be a millionaire? Negative, brosive. <laughs> You are not. That's the whole like thing. You have to work the word God has given to you. Work the word he's given to you. Okay, so the first thing, God, he'll give you wisdom for what you're about to do. He'll give you wisdom for what you're about to do. I, 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 like I said, I was just an, an average student, got 
got my 3.0, got my good grades, got out of school. Yeah, you know, nothing specialized in English, nothing specialized in uh, writing classes, but the Lord pressed upon my heart. Step out, write a book. It doesn't matter who's done what, who's gone before you, who has said what. These are the words and encouragement that I've given to you, the Lord said, go and do it. So I had never spoken to people through a podcast. I never, like I said, never did any of that. But James 1, 5 says, when God calls you to do something, we must obey. And he promises what we ask, he'll give us, right? So it says, if um, he will lavishly give his wisdom. So James 1, 5 says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should what? Ask God, ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. It will be given to you. Psalm 45, one beautiful words stir my heart. I will recite a lovely poem about the king for my tongue is like the pen of a skillful poet. So what's in our heart? God's going to place those things in your heart. And what does he want you to do? You're his mouthpiece. He's going to use you. He's going to use you to fulfill a purpose. He's going to use you to fulfill those thoughts and those desires that he has for you. Because he, he wants to do things that are only going to benefit you, right? But, but by benefiting you, you benefit others around you. And then it's like a ripple effect. We're not called to just house the blessing within ourselves. We're called to be a blessing. But we can't be a blessing if we're always struggling. And so he wants to give you ideas and you have gifts and talents that you're gonna step out and do. We're not gonna remain comfortable. We're asking the Lord, make us flexible. Because if you wanted to do it a different way, Lord, I wanna get that thought out of my mind. I don't wanna do it, I don't wanna have it in my mind that it has to be done this way because it's always been done this way. I wanna have it in my mind is that it's your way and however you wanna do it, I'm ready got my running shoes on, I'm going to do it. All right? So he'll give you wisdom for what you're about to do. Is there something you're thinking of doing? You're thinking about moving. You're thinking about starting a different job. You're thinking about creating your own job you've never done before. You decided to stay home and do it. You want to start a, a, a ministry. You want to start anything, a podcast. You feel like you have something that wants to come out of your spirit, man, to write something, right? And so just remember, he'll give you wisdom for what you're about to do. But what do you have to do? Ask. He's a generous God. He will give you the wisdom to have the right production and to do what he wants you to do. So that's James 1.5. Number two, he'll remove fear and replace it with love, power, and a solid mind. A sound mind, the Bible says. Right? So in 2 Timothy 1.7, Anything you feel nervous to do, you feel stepping out in faith, we can feel a little uncertainty, right? But we're going to sink if Peter stepped out of the boat in doubt and stepped out with, I can't do this. He never would have put his first foot on the water and was able to walk some steps on the water. It wasn't until he got nervous and everything around him. It's like it was silent and peaceful. And as soon as he let the natural sound in of the, of the storm and the waves, then his eyes began to, began to drift off the Lord. And he's looking around at, the, at, at what's going on is when he began to sink, is when he began to sink. And so if there's uh, fears, if there's nervousness, if there's I don't know, if there's I don't, I don't feel qualified to do this, then you have to stand on God's truth and know 2 Timothy. Um, God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity. You're not fearful and you're not shy. Okay? But he's what? Giving you power, love, and self-discipline or a sound mind. We're not going to be flip-flopping. Okay? You're going to listen to what God's asked you to do and you're going to have a one-track mind and you're going to do it and it's going to work out. We're not going to say, well, I'm going to do something, and then a year later be like, well, shouldn't have done this, or blah, 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 blah. It's like, no. Get what God's telling you to do, and then in two years, you won't second guess it. Because if God tells you to do it, you won't have to look back. 
and be like, well, was it the right thing? You'll look back and say, man, look how far I've come. Look at the goodness. Look at all the wonderful increase that's happened in the last two years. Okay? All right, number three, you're the fountain for his ideas. I love that because I was thinking of a fountain flowing. You are the fountain. He's depositing into you just like water comes through the tubes and out through the fountain. You're a fountain for his ideas. What he's asking you to do, he wants to get accomplished and he's going to use you to do it. So you are a fountain for God's ideas. How incredible is that? How exciting. How wonderful is that thought? You're a fountain for his ideas. Things I've stepped out to do, writing, okay, preaching, uh, starting a kids ministry in church, all of that was him. Because like I said, I was not that person. I was not. I was good behind the scenes. Ted, is your suit ironed? You look good. Go get him, tiger. <laughs> That's just how I was. Uh, I'm just going to take care of the kids and, and move on. But he said, no. He said, I want you to be a fountain for my ideas. So, um, you know, the things that I'm doing now is, ne is nothing that I, it's not that I didn't want to do them. I just, I disqualified myself from doing it. I never said no. People would say, do you speak, Carolyn? What do you, what do you do? You know, people are just rude. I mean, we would travel and they literally would come up to me and be like, Ted plays, Ted sings, Ted preaches. Um, what do you do? And I'd be like, oh my gosh, you know, what a, what a gut punch. Like, what do I do? Like I get Maddie dressed. I nurse her in the lobby all through service. So I don't even get to be in service. Maybe I should just stay home and let Ted go on the road. And, you know, like, what, what do I do, Lord? What do I do? And that's the first few years of, of our ministry. I had to get my mind wrapped around the whole, like, motherhood's my ministry. And, um, once, you know, that became my, if that's all I do in life and do it well, then I'm happy. But I've done podcasts before where is he gives you something and you do that well, he knows he can trust you, right? The whole like, he trusts you with little and you do well with it. He can trust you with much. So like, not that little humans, uh, Liz, <laughs> not that little humans are not much, but he saw that like, that was my ministry. That was my all. And as seasons changed, he would deposit more. He would deposit other things in me, like a fountain. And I was able to, with the seasons changing of life and kids getting older and not everything looks the same and not everything will look the same now as it will in a few years. Because every season, like Psalm 1 says, is productive, but it will look different because seasons look different, right? Winter doesn't look the same as summer. Fall doesn't look the same as spring. So it's all, all about production, and you can still have great harvests and great things produced in different seasons, but the seasons do look different. They, look, they do look different. So, but I knew what God had impressed um, upon my heart, and if I tried to ignore it, it was just hard. So I just had to say, you know what, Lord? I'm a fountain for your ideas. You're going to have to help me. I'm going to ask for wisdom, right? I'm going to ask for wisdom. I'm not going to be fearful. I'm not going to be timid. I'm going to have a sound mind. I'm going to know what God, direction God's called me. I'm not going to flip-flop. I'm going to know where he's called me. And I'm going to get good at that spot, get good at that. And then I'm going to be a fountain for his ideas. Um, and we know it says... In Philippians 4.13, I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Um, if I was called to write, speak, and go do it, he's going to help me. Okay, his word also promises in Philippians 1.6. And I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. I love it. And then the last one is if he's called you, he's qualified you. If he's called you, he has qualified you. So it doesn't matter what anyone says or thinks. It doesn't matter, um, you know, if they tell you, 
you know, you got family always trying to talk to you, you got friends always trying to discourage you, think that things are not a good idea. Now, your friends and family could be speaking wisdom to you. So I'm not saying you shut them off and tell them to shut up and you're liars and this and that, but you take it and you bump it up against the word that God's given to you. And if, you know, it doesn't mesh or it doesn't, um, it's not confirmation, you know, then you know what to do with it. Because there are people, sometimes, you know, we miss things and, 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 and someone in our family can come to us and be like, listen, I want you to pray about this. I don't think that's a direction. And then when I seek the Lord and can hear and be like, you know what? They actually were right. So I'm not saying like, you know, you're only like, you know, everyone else can't tell me anything. I just mean when God's called you to speak. So if I, I knew that God was asking me to step out my comfort zone and go um, and add these things to my plate. Okay, preaching, holding meetings, writing a book, starting a kid's ministry. I knew that God was asking me to do that. So, because the Holy Spirit spoke to me. So if someone tried to talk me out of it, that's when I can be like, well, he's called me, he's qualified me. I've had that email, just had that email oh, probably a couple months ago. Somebody was like, I love Carolyn and I love what she says and I want to recommend her to my, my friend. And then she wrote, but... What qualifies her to speak the word of God? Um, did she go to Bible school and like all this list of everything? And it was just so silly because it's like, um, <laughs> if, you, if you like me so much and you know that I'm speaking right doctrine and God's called me to do it and, you know, I have studied to show myself approved, it, not bragging, I'm just saying, you know, I'm not just like, whatever. But, you know, I do have... My husband that produces Bible school stuff that I can do who went to Rama, so I, I think I, I think I'm good uh, but it was like recommend me or not I don't know I don't know what else to tell you so <laughs> that's just kind of you know how people are uh, but if he's called you he's qualified you so if you ever doubt yourself doubt your ability to succeed um, you know those are lies from the enemy they're not your own thoughts because when you connect yourself, right? Look, 1 Corinthians 2.16, I have the mind of Christ. If you have the mind of Christ, he's not going to be telling you, you can't do it. We know that the Bible says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, which we just quoted. So if you have the mind of Christ, that's the mind, that's the voice that's going to be telling you, you can do it, right? Well, Liz, get to writing. Get to writing. See, it's not as scary. The thing is, we overthink it, right? So here, Liz, I'm sure, you know, you've thought this way because I get it. I've been on the other side of it. But it's, we start thinking of the printing. We start thinking of, we start thinking of everything outside of the material. Now, so God, you said, I always wanted to write a book. So if something's inside of you, let's just focus on the book. So if God has asked you, Liz, to write a book, just sit down and type it out. The other stuff we can do later, right? We can think about the design, the name, the, um, the publishing company, how to get it out, what to use, and see, that's it. Do the meaty part first. That's the book. Sometimes we spend so much time to, for the setup that, the, that what we're actually trying to get out never gets out because we're focused on the other. So if God has put, placed something inside of you to write you're going to feel a whole lot better, and God's going to say, I can use her. She's obedient. She stepped out. She's my mouthpiece. So for you, I would just go ahead and write. Go ahead and write it, and then I'll help you, and we can figure out the rest because I've been on the other side now. So that, that's what we can do. Go ahead and write the book, and then the rest will fall into place. The, the stuff that seems hard, the whole like publishing, getting printed, design, all that, that's, that's the easy stuff. The harder stuff is the actual book part. So get that focused on and the rest will come easy peasy, easy peasy. That's right. Good job, Liz. Get started because he's called you, so he's qualified you. And the word of God is able to fully equip us for our purpose. If you read 2 Timothy 3, 16 to 17, I didn't print it out. Um, so the enemy just tries to make you doubt and give up short of the finish line. And we're going to trip him. So he's never going to finish. <laughs> he's lost the victory. He's lost the battle. 
Uh, God is the author and finisher, finisher of our faith, right? He has the last say. Jehovah has the final say. Who has the final say? <laughs> Maddie loves when I sing. Um, and so that's what we have to remember. Who has the final say? He's the author and the finisher of our faith. The enemy um, does not have a pen. He is not going to write the last chapter of our life. So we're going to step out. So if you feel like you've watched this broadcast and you were feeling, you know what, I was in a place of feeling comfortable, but I'm ready to get out of my comfort zone. I'm ready to walk by faith. I'm ready to step out. I'm ready to find out what more God has for me than this, than this broadcast has been for you. Because it has been a question I have been receiving a lot lately as to, um, I really feel God calling me to do this, to go here, but like, what, what, do you, what do you recommend? What is your advice? And, and um, so I want you to take into consideration uh, the four things. He'll give you wisdom for what you're about to do. You have to ask. He's going to remove fear and doubt and timidity. What is he replacing it with? Power, love, and a sound mind. You're not going to wander. You're not going to wonder what the heck you're supposed to do. Um, you're the fountain of his ideas. And if he's called you, he's qualified you. Did you ever get someone from Faith Church to pray for your voice? Um, are you saying I have a bad voice and I need prayer? I don't know how to take that. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, if I want someone to lay hands on me to sing, it's going to be Christina Aguilera. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but she is a bomb singer, let me tell you right now. She got looked over. Britney Spears stole the show when I was in high school because of her little music videos. But Christina Aguilera, she has got the voice. No, but seriously, I'll have Ted lay hands on me. But I love you guys so much. Um, now, I know Doris. That was Brianna. Brianna has an incredible voice, and um, I wanted her to lay hands on me impartation is real folks but I'm going to pray for you today and I want you to realize he sees you all right he sees you and he knows what you're capable of and he's going to use you in a mighty way so you're going to have to stay flexible you're going to have to get out of your comfort zone and you're going to have to have faith in every area of your life sometimes we just zoom in on uh, faith like uh you know, just for healing. No, faith is for every area of our life. Faith is our master key. Faith is going to call in what we need to do, and it's going to help us hold that. Hold that in our hand. Hold our purpose so we can step out. I am not going to have, I am not going to tell people, you know, to sit back and be quiet. I, these are the last days. Jesus is coming back. We've got work to do. We've got a purpose. We've got a voice. We have a strength, and we're not going to let the devil shut us up. I don't care what past we've come from, what lies we've been told, we're going to know our identity in Christ and we're going to use it to our advantage. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for your promises. Thank you that your word is alive and powerful, that we can step out on it literally like Peter did out of the boat, stepping out on the word of God, that we trust you, we will not fail. Lord, many of are listening to this broadcast right now or the replay, and the Lord's asked them to step out and do something, whether it make a move, uh, you know, like relocating, whether it's making a move as far as, you know, a, a new job, a business they want to start, uh, a new position somewhere, whether it's starting, they feel called to ministry, they feel called to stepping out, starting a Bible study, starting a podcast, writing a book. Lord, it's what you've asked us to do. Lord, we are a fountain for your ideas. They will flow through us. We will change the world. As we are changed by the power of your word, we will change others around us. We will walk in love. We will be an encouragement. We're going to be bold. Uh, whether we like it or not, the Holy Spirit uh, is inside of us calling us to greater. So whether we say, hey, I like being in the front. I like speaking. I like 
you know, we're not going to say, I can't do this anymore. You've changed our voice. You've changed the words coming out of our mouth. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Thank you that we have the mind of Christ. Thank you that we have access to the tools so we can walk in our purpose. Thank you, Jesus. We're so grateful that we don't have to sit on the sidelines, that each and every one of us has the ability to do great things for you, that the desires of our heart are from you, and we're going to step into them in the remaining part of this year, two more months in 2022, to receive our miracles, to hold testimonies in our hands, and to continue to listen to you, Lord, that's going to set us up for the best things in life. And thank you, Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Man, I had a good time with you. It feels good to be back in the studio. I'm actually home for 21 days. Can you believe it? So I'm going to get to be with you. I'll have guests on with me. I got Jenna that's going to come on with me. I'm sure Tiffany will pop on. Maybe we'll do one with the three of us. Who knows? Who knows? It's my, my long, wise my wise beard, Maddie says. Who knows what's to come? <laughs> oh, thank you, Liz. Thank you so much. But I truly enjoy hanging out with you. I wish you guys were all like literally sitting in front of me. And then we can go to kickboxing class. Hey, I would totally do it with you guys. You're going to sign up. But anyway, um, I'll be here on Friday. Huh? Yes, Maddie's already making a website. She said you can sign up at miraclework.com for kickboxing class with Carolyn. No. But I love you guys, and I'm excited for uh, what God's doing already, what he's done, what he's doing in the greatness and the big things that God is getting ready to do that we've seen with our spiritual eyes, but getting ready to hold it in our hand. So I love you guys. I'll be back on Friday. Got Carolyn's favorite giveaways. I want to bless you. Come hang with me. I'll see you at two o'clock. I'm live. I'm home and I'll see you soon. Have a great midweek and I'll see you in a couple of days.